Today is Sunday, January 21st, 2024, and this... If you think you're in a great relationship, go to Vegas. Test it out in that town. <laughs> Something about Vegas brings out the worst in people. Is 500 by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 905. Las Vegas, you just thinking of all the amazing times that we've had here in Las Vegas. I hope that you're having an enjoyable stay here in Las Vegas and also hope that you have been fortunate. I do wish that for you. We're gonna give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you think that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Do you think we get there by midnight? Money, we're gonna be up 500 by midnight. Yeah, Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Las Vegas is waiting. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. Welcome to Five Hundred by Midnight. What's going on? Not much. What about you? Mm, not a lot. Just uh, thinking about Vegas, doing some Vegasy stuff. Uh huh. Like talking about Vegas on this podcast. That should be fun. Okay. Uh, so uh, last night we had a little uh, patron chat. Yep. That was a good time. That was fun. Nice to see everybody show up there and throw some entertaining questions our way in the old chat box. <laughs> and uh yeah thanks for everybody to everybody who joined us this podcast is listener supported by our patrons i'm going to list a few of them now okay these are folks who've been around a while and we thank them for their longtime patronage they include janelle castor scott mills andrew winnegar paul kunkel ed olson See, I typed it in wrong. Oh. Uh, Kyle Almani and many others. Thank you to Thank all you. of our patrons. We appreciate you sticking with us for so long and supporting the podcast. If you would like to be a patron and participate in our next online chat and get some other stuff that we throw your way as our way of saying thank you, visit patreon.com slash 500. All the details are laid out for you there. And we do appreciate all of our patrons' support. All right, we've got a little bit of news. A couple of Dear Tim and Michelle questions. We've got some phone calls. It's quite a hodgepodge of content this week. Are you ready? Sure. All right. Let's start off with a couple, a couple uh, somewhat surprising restaurant closures. Longtime restaurants on the Strip closing this week, or, or recently, I should say, including at Planet Hollywood, Koi. That's been open for 16 years. Wow. And it closed recently. The restaurant's an ultra lounge up there on the second level of uh, Planet Hollywood. Never... Never made it there. No. Got pretty good reviews. People seem to like it, but mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it has closed. 16 years is a good run for anything in Las Vegas. Uh, no word on what's going to fill that space. So I'm sure we will be reporting on it when we have more details, but Koi is gone. Over at Mirage, Stack has closed. That's another one that's been around for a long time. Yeah. Stack we did eat at, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no details on what's going to happen with that space either. I won't be surprised to see pretty much any of the restaurants at, at Mirage, at Mirage closes. They transition to uh hard rock over the next few years. So no idea what the reasoning is behind these, these closures. But if you are a fan of Koi and stack, you're out of luck. Some changes happening over at horseshoe. The food court down on the lower level is going to be, uh, undergoing some renovations. 
according to some construction permits that were filed this week. And it looks like they're going to get a couple new food vendors. Do you like pretzels? Sometimes. Auntie, Auntie Anne's pretzels and wing zone are going to be opening at some point. If you want some pretzels and some wings, you're in luck. Yeah. Um, no, no details on whether or not they're being added to the food court or if they're replacing something that's there now, not exactly sure, but they're going to be doing some reconfiguring and expanding uh, to add the new options. And I think there's one other, um, there was a reference to a third space too that was going to be undergoing some renovations. Mm. So Food court, not food hall. Correct. Definitely. This is definitely food court territory because what do they have down there? Like a Johnny Rockets and a Sabaro or yes. something? Maybe a Subway. Classic food court fare. Next door at you Paris. You can get it in your mall. You can get it here. Exactly. Uh, next door at Paris, they now have a couple new free shows at the Le, Le Cabaret Lounge. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I... I, I kind of like for those casino lounges just to have like, you know, your cover band. Yeah. Going. But they're they're doing like a some sort of show now. Hmm. It's only open on Fridays and Saturdays and the shows are... Um, hourly between 10 and midnight so friday and saturday at 9 and 11 you can see la femme now i guess you could say that this is a good thing because they do kind of go with the paris theme yes okay so we've got la femme which is described as embodying a playful girly and authentically french atmosphere reminiscent of emily in paris who i tried watching that show once not for me no i haven't tried watching it yet yeah i don't think it's for you either no okay. just a hunch i'm uh, the worst at watching streaming series anyway so meaning you just don't watch them or you're yes. really bad at watching them like you watch them but you do so meaning in- i don't watch them <laughs> okay our i'm per- sure if i watched them i would do it incorrectly our performers don elegant pink costumes promising an evening of pure delight i don't know what i the- have no idea what this means yeah if, if does that mean if you see someone in a pink costume you're gonna have an evening of pure delight i don't know what that mm. i don't know the tie in there uh, at 10 and midnight on Fridays and Saturdays, they have something called The Red Show. It transports guests to the heart of Paris with talented artists bedecked in mesmerizing red and black Cancun-style costumes. Can-can-style costumes. Oh, yeah, it'd be weird if it was Cancun. <laughs> it would. That would to, not be fitting the theme. I love going to Cancun, Paris. <laughs> the beaches there are fantastic. <laughs> now go, that I... Go to Senior Frogs. <laughs> right. That, I kind of know what it's about. They're going to be in some frilly skirts and do some high kicking. It's supposed to be a Moulin Rouge kind of scenario yeah. there, I guess. But um, but I still don't... They're really um, focused on the color of the costumes mm-hmm. in these descriptions. Rather than the content of the show. Yeah. If, there were, if, you, if you're really interested, you can go to the Paris website and there are much longer descriptions of the shows. I tried to condense it down because... Okay. But did they still pretty much say nothing? Yeah. I mean, you're going to have some people dancing and singing. Mm-hmm. It's what you would expect. So one show they're in pink costumes, one show they're in red costumes. It's probably the same people in each show as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there you go. If you want some free entertainment at Paris, you're in luck on the weekends. I don't think that lounge is even open during the week. It's like, it's kind of a shame that it's a waste of good casino side entertainment space, Mm -hmm. but such is the way of the world right now. All right. Super Bowl's coming up. We've been talking about it the last couple weeks. Uh, there's another change to discuss for anybody who happens to be going to Las Vegas for Super Bowl weekend. You might recall when that uh, Formula One race was happening, 
that the taxi authority gave the cab companies permission to to charge a $15 surcharge during that whole week. And now there's a similar thing happening for the Super Bowl. Between noon on February 9th and noon on February 12th, the cabs will be charging a $10 surcharge for any trips that are around the airport, Strip, and Allegiant Stadium. So... This seems to be a new thing now. If if there's going to be, I'm I'm waiting to see if they start doing this for like really big conventions. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime there's CES, yeah. Anytime there's a lot of people, if they're going to go to this well and try to get a, an increase in uh, in their fares, if you're interested in seeing the locations, you can go to the you can go to the Taxi Cab Authority website at taxi.nv.gov. One other thing to note regarding the Super Bowl, I found this very amusing. I came across an article last night, and this is also about Formula One. You may recall that there was so much controversy surrounding Formula One, and one of the pieces of controversy was when MGM Resorts decided to take out some uh, apparently beloved trees in front of the Bellagio Fountains that nobody had paid any attention to for years, but it it was just outrageous and people were very upset. Uh, Super Bowl folks and NFL, now they know what they're doing when it comes to going into a city for a big event because they do this every year. Mm-hmm. They know how to endear themselves. They know how to, um, you know, make people feel like they're part of the whole thing. They've got festivities throughout the week. And uh, one of the things that they're doing, and they did yesterday, and I think there might be something today. There have been a couple. This is like the third or fourth time uh, in the last couple months they've done this at a local area park they do a tree planting mm-hmm. so unlike formula one which you know took down the trees you took down the trees. nfl is like we are bestowing you with our trees mm-hmm. they did one in october they planted a thousand trees at some park which is nice but then i'm like yeah there's a water shortage maybe uh you might want to second guess the trees and maybe give them something that doesn't require that much maintenance maybe just <laughs> you know, a pile of rock or something i don't know <laughs> They're encouraging everybody, you know, with a yard to take out all their their oh, grass and stuff yeah. like that and put in things that don't require Even water. Rocks. So you would think at the parks you would want to do that too. Hmm. But anyway, anyway, the NFL they're endearing themselves with I think they're giving away I think they're giving away free trees to residents too at some of these things. So. Wow. I know. It's a tree bonanza <laughs> thanks to the NFL. Tree bonanza. I love it. Tree bonanza. There is a new tour being offered at Neon Museum beginning on February 1st. Neon Museum is a great attraction. If you haven't been there, definitely worth it. Quite affordable too. Like mm-hmm. as as um, pricing goes on things, I hadn't we haven't been there in a while and I was looking at their website and depending on which tour you go to or which thing you like just general admissions like 20 bucks. Yeah. And and if you tack a tour on it's another 8. It's just, um, and then, you know, some of the other, like the evening ones are more expensive and they have a bunch mm-hmm. of other, you can package a bunch of stuff together. You can spend as much or as little time as you want there, but uh, great addition. We don't talk about that enough, but since they have a new tour, I thought we would. Okay. So beginning February 1st, they have a 6.30 PM daily tour called the Viva Las Vegas movie tour. And as the name would indicate, it focuses on movies that were filmed in or have some relationship to Las Vegas. The official description is that the tour unveils the magic behind some of the most memorable movie moments set against the vibrant backdrop of Las Vegas. This is interesting to me. It would be, yeah. yeah. So, um, 
yeah, they provide insight into some of the movie, into movie premieres that occurred in Las Vegas as well as filming locations. Some of the movies that are included are the obvious ones like Vegas Vacation and Casino. Um, but they also go into some older ones that I don't think, I don't know if I've ever seen any of these older ones. Um, hmm. Ladies of the Mob, 1928. Uh, I, Honey, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, I think I've seen clips of that. That's from the, what, 80s, 90s? Yeah. That's not that old. Um, Something like that. Uh, Candelabra, which was 2012. That was an HBO thing. Liberace. The Liberace thing. Um, Superman. I, I don't... I know I've seen Superman several times. The original Superman? Yeah, 78. Yeah. Are there... Uh, I don't remember the Vegas aspects of that. Might have to watch it again. Okay. I don't know what the Vegas tie-in is. Oh, you've got some stuff to do. Boulder Dam from 1936. Spirit of the, of the Youth, 1938. They're not Ca- youth anymore. Casablanca from 1942. I have no idea what the Vegas tie-in there is. I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen that one. Maybe either. it was a premiere. That could be. The Joe Lewis story, 1953. So anyway. So some of these could be just premieres, not... That could be. Yeah. There were some sort of Vegas tie-in there. So if you're interested in film, if you're interested in Las Vegas, this might be the tour for you. For this one, admission is 25 bucks. The tour is an $8 add-on, and there's taxes and fees and stuff. They have a bunch of other ticket packages available if you want to do a couple tours or if you want to add the Brilliant Show or whatever. Um, and then they have some discounts for seniors and locals and stuff like that. You can go to neonmuseum.org if you are interested in this and hooray for the neon museum. If you've never checked that place out, definitely worth, uh, giving a look to. Mm-hmm. Finally, I wanted to, this is a, a kind of a PSA. I was, I noticed a discussion recently on, on Reddit and I thought we we haven't talked about that. We've mentioned it a few times, but we haven't talked about it in depth. So I, I, I thought I'd mention um, when it comes to Las Vegas dispensaries, there are a bunch of fake dispensaries these days. They've been up for a while. Yeah. Including like on Fremont Street. There's one right across from the D. Yep. That's been up there for a long time. Yeah. there's. I think there's some in the strip malls along the, along the strip as well. Um, They've replaced the $3 t-shirts. Kind of. And they make it look like they're legit dispensaries. They have mm-hmm. pictures of weed leaves. Leaves, um, you know, to make it look like, oh, I'm going in to get some cannabis Mm -hmm. when in fact that is not actually what they are selling. What are they selling? I don't know if it's just the CBD stuff. Um, but, um, I thought I would at least mention it that if it's, here's the rule of thumb. If you're in the tourist area and it's super convenient, it's fake Mm -hmm. because they don't, there aren't any dispensaries right in the tourist area I, there's a I, there's I, one by sahara yeah but that's still a couple that's, blocks away yeah um there's and that one's legit and they i we have yeah been there and it, they have good products <laughs> Here, here's here's the resource for you if you want to make sure that the place you're going to is a legit dispensary weedmaps.com and they do a really good job of tracking all of the actual dispensaries i think that might be a nationwide site i don't think it's exclusive to las vegas Ooh. but um yeah, that's going to be a good resource for you to find yeah. where the dispensaries are. Yeah, but like this place near Sahara, it doesn't, it's like very um, subtle. It's not like, it doesn't have a giant leaf on the outside Pretty or anything. Pretty nondescript, looks, yeah. yeah. Um, so there you go. Don't fall for the fake ones because you're just going to be wasting your money mm-hmm. if you are interested in taking in a dispensary. Give your money to a casino operator who needs it instead. (laughs) They need it now? (laughs) Right. Oh, the poor casino operators. When are they ever going to turn turn around their luck? All right. Let's uh, let's do a couple. Let's take a couple questions. Got a box full of letters. They 
Dear Tim and Michelle time, if you have a question you'd like to send to us, 500 gmail.com is the email address. Please put Dear Tim and Michelle in the subject line. Helps me keep track of this stuff. Um, last week we had that question from Guillermo about uh, Las Vegas eras. And uh, quite, quite, the, quite the active dog today. Yeah, he's something. Okay, Murray is actually out, but I think he's playing. All right, I'm going to pause it. All right, we're back after... Dog stuff. <laughs> He's he very was, active today. He had quite a run there of many weeks where he was not making himself known, and now lately he's been injecting himself into the podcast every week. So that's a delight. <laughs> Fucking dog. All right, let's uh, let's answer some questions from our listeners. First one comes in from Roger. He says, "My wife and I are heading out in early March." We are both avid video poker players. We used to uh, we used to use VP Free Two to help scout and find good machines. Sadly, the last few trips I've noticed VP Free Two has not been accurate or helpful at all. Do you happen to have any other sites that you can recommend? Um, that's still it. I mean, that's still it's not perfect, but that's still as good as I've ever found as far as video poker tracking. Uh, there are other sites out there that might touch on it but i haven't found anything close so even though it's not perfect it's still better than anything else i found and pretty good most of the time i mean uh, every once in a while there's something on there that i look for and it's not there but for the most part they do a pretty good job of tracking it so yeah if somebody finds a better one let me know but um, as far as a comprehensive video poker pay table tracking site that's about the best one that's still out there he continues, one of our other favorite things in Las Vegas is live music, whether it's Sand Dollar or even a dueling piano bar until they play the mandatory and nausea-inducing Billy Joel. Have you come across any <laughs> sites or apps that list the live music playing at smaller venues in town? Great question. And Billy Joel is mandatory at a piano bar. For sure. That is, uh, that is, another, that is a hole in the uh, online App space. Space. Um, I haven't found a decent one for, there, there are some different resources for concerts and shows and things right. like that, but as far as club level, yeah. usually the, you, in most in most cities, the uh, alternative weekly, if mm -hmm. there is one, will kind of fill that gap, but Las Vegas Weekly isn't good at that. Um, they, they don't have a comprehensive listing. So yeah, again, if somebody has any ideas for that, please let us know and we'll pass it along, but mm -hmm. I haven't found one. And maybe it's just because of the sheer quantity of venues and because yeah. so many of them are connected to casinos and things like that, that you know the major casinos aren't necessarily going to report this stuff to an independent website, blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, I wish I had a, a good resource for you on that one, but I do not. It's kind of a pain in the butt. You got to look at, and even really like a lot and of, and even if you go to the casino website, it doesn't necessarily guarantee you'll find information on. No, that. a lot of them though they might have something vague like live music on X nights from seven o'clock. But, um, yeah, that's that's definitely a gap as far as Las Vegas information is concerned. And then uh, Roger's final question is: 
Do you two not share your food when you are out? <laughs> At least that is the impression I get when you review a meal. It depends. It does depend. If we do... Sometimes we'll just get a bunch of appetizers, then we'll share. Then we do. But if we get entrees... Nope. I'm not a I'm not an entree sharing guy. Yeah. I'm not a do you want to sip of... It's rare that... And you're, you're always very generous in that you're like, oh, do you want a sip of it? No. No. Once in a while, but rarely. Yeah. I'm just like, no, if I wanted that, I would have ordered that. Mm-hmm. So we don't generally do like the, let's get two entrees and split them. Yeah. We don't, that's not our thing. There's a friend of mine when we go out, we usually do that. I know. But that's just so our it's, thing. So but... it's me. You're saying it's me. No, it's okay though. I know it's not. I don't a... mind. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm not into the sharing thing. Like order what you fucking want. Yeah. But sometimes, yes, we will do go somewhere and like, let's get we six We want to try a bunch of different things. So that's what we'll small do. small plates. Yeah. Eight East is the exception. Eight East, we will do... Like one big bowl of brisket one fried big rice. bowl. <laughs> I would like your largest bowl of fried rice. <laughs> yeah, and I would. We get that, and then we get a bunch of other... Other appetizers. Yeah. yeah. So, th- I mean... And that, it's pretty much meant for sharing, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, you are, you are generally correct. We don't do a lot of meal sharing and splitting. And once in a while, once in a while, on the rare occasion that we decide to get dessert that's usually a split yeah but you know that doesn't happen real off real often because because i have a thing you have about a thing. long meals <laughs> all right thanks for the questions roger appreciate it we have another dear tim and michelle question this one from sean he said the last time i wrote was about five years ago and you gave reassuring advice about my pending bachelor party trip to the lovely hooters casino and hotel your advice was accurate as it was as it wasn't quote that bad to stay there. I don't remember <laughs> this one. Um, I vaguely do. I think it was like, well, you're staying there, but you probably won't spend a lot of time there. It was probably. I'm sure I can. I would say it's fine. It's not. It's a place to sleep. It's gone now. Yeah. I mean, it's something I mean, it's else now. Oil now or for oil, I would say it is that bad, but I don't know. Uh, we haven't even been in oil, so that's a that's just based on the general. Um, perception of it reputation that oyo as a chain has anyway um, moving along now i find myself on another group trip and in need of some restaurant help for a group of five to six what's a great lunch spot on the strip we're staying at paris that will allow us to appropriately kick off our three-night stay in the city so that's part one my thought on that instantly especially because of where he's staying Mm -hmm. but also just the ambiance of the city yep mona me gabby yep it's right there at Paris. Yep. If the weather is nice, you can sit out on the uh, patio. Mm-hmm. You got a view of the fountains if they're going off. You, you got can a watch view of the people walking by. Yeah, the craziness walking by. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's a nice way to kick things off. Yes. Do you have any other thoughts on that, or is that a, that's I, that was my number one thought as well? All right. And then uh, same. I mean, quest- Hex is okay. It's okay. But it's Monami is where you want to go. Yeah, that would be my suggestion. Same question, but this time it's br- a brunch spot um, to close out a hopefully successful trip. One caveat for um, for brunch is downtown is in play if I can help it. Um, do you have any thoughts on downtown brunching? You love brunch. I do love brunch. Um, let's see. Uh, what's... 7th Street, what's the one on... 7th and Carson? Yeah, 7th and Carson. Yep, that would be an option. Yep. That, their, yeah, their food is good. Yeah. The other two that I thought were eat, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And Carson Kitchen. Yep. So all slightly off of Fremont Street. But, but all delicious. All good options. So check those out. Um, we haven't been at any of those in a while. Last one we did was probably eat. Mm-hmm. But every time we've been to any of those, it's been good. It's been very good, yeah. So, yeah, those are worth checking out. Those uh, are our suggestions yeah. for downtown Eureka, brunching. Eureka, maybe? Yeah, Eureka's all right. Yeah. So there you go. Thanks for your questions, Sean. Mm-hmm. Hope you have a wonderful time wherever you end up for those meals. And uh, good luck to you and your group. Yes. All right. I feel I, like there's something really obvious I'm missing, but I think I think any of those would be okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, 500 gmail.com. If you have Dear Tim and Michelle questions, always happy to feel those. Send them our way. All right. We have some phone calls from our listeners. Are you ready for our phone calls? Sure. All right. Hey, 500 Michelle Max and all those listening. Quick trip report on a five day visit to uh, South Point right before Christmas. Oh, by the way, this is Wendy from Illinois. Thanks. There were two of us traveling, and one of us started vacation mode the night before our flight. Woke up super happy and then maintained party mode all the way up until time to leave for the airport. Um, this made getting through our security checkpoint at the airport a little sketchy, but the partying vacationer made it through and felt completely like a champ. <laughs> Watching a super happy vacationer on a plane to make sure he's sleeping and not doing anything to bring attention to the party was exhausting. Looking back, humor can be found in the situation. Um, finally made it to our hotel, obtained supplies to continue party mode for one and start party mode for the other. Needed to get dinner, and we were looking forward to the prime rib place at South Point, which we learned was closed for the exact dates of our stay. Um, they had that closed down and the Mexican place, um, which we were both looking forward to as well, uh, to uh, for cleaning and, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know, just cleaning and freshening up, I suppose. Um, they had so many food options, though, that we didn't miss the prime rib place too much um, or the Mexican. Uh, they also have Del Mar Deli, which has a great corned beef sandwich that is shareable and filling. It's only $2 more than a half sandwich. Highly recommend it. I mean, who doesn't love a great meat? Their bagels are amazing, too. Um, Don Vito's was a win for the Italian. Um, there's just too many places to name them all, but we never had a bad meal there. Uh, we did purchase a three-day couples pass for the spa. Um, they do keep that on file, so if you don't use the entire pass, it's there for you for the next trip. Couples Pass gives access to the couples area as well as the men's and the women's area, so you can have a break from each other if you need it. Gambling was good. Uh, the partying vacationer had a never-ending hundy on this trip. He maintained use of one hundy for all five days we were there, and he only played video poker, and he played a lot of it, so that was amazing. The other vacationer lost a few hundies playing mostly video poker, but made up for those losses playing some multi-hand video poker on the last evening. Overall, we came out a little bit ahead for the trip. Still shaking my head at the luck of the partying vacationer and the ability to have a never-ending hundy. Just amazing. Anyway, thanks for all you do. Love giving the trip reports. Thanks again. Have a great rest of your day. Happy New Year, everyone. Awesome. Thanks for the report. Appreciate that. I'm envious of the vacationer for never having a hangover because... Uh, yeah, I uh, there there have been some times in our uh, long Las Vegas career that mm-hmm. the first day has wrecked us. Mostly we've, me, but yeah. Owned, I've had some bad first days yeah. too, but um, no. Sometimes I'm, it would be... It would start on the plane, and yeah. like, we have free well, drinks, and I'm like, challenge accepted. <laughs> or it would start at the airport. Or the, Yes, the airport, then the plane, then, you know, the general buzz of being there. Yep. And then, yeah. Remember back in our, okay, so before Sun Country completely sucked, yeah. and when we still didn't have any money, yeah. 
and we would like we'd be like stealthily pounding cocktails in the airport like from little bottles that we brought along with us. Do you remember that? No, I don't. And we did that a few times. Did we? I don't uh-huh. remember that. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Huh. We'd like at the, That's hilarious. At, at the gate area. And obviously this was before the <laughs> This is a long, long, long time ago. Situation went into effect. Well, you can still if they're in your if they're small bottles and you have them in plastic bags, you're it's not legal to be drinking them in that manner or right. on the airplane. But, but you can Yeah. Get them as part of your I'm not proud of it, but we did it. (sighs) All right. Thank you so much for that call. Appreciate it. Um, Um, Oh, and thanks for the information on South Point restaurants, because I do not know very much about those. So that was Right on. All right. Um, Yes? How do you feel about couple spa time? uh, It's fine if, like, for myself. I'm not a spa guy. Yeah. So... So you just send me on my merry way and you're... At I your... think we're both happy if you go to the spa and I go to the casino. I agree. So there you go. I agree. All right. You were going to say something. This is weird. This is, uh, before our trips, I always dream about Las Vegas way more than any other time. Yeah. And this is odd. So they were there, I think, right after us. Uh-huh. And I had a dream that we ran into them. And this is before this voicemail came in, before I knew that they were there. Uh-huh. Like weird i know i just remember like oh jim and wendy hi thanks for listening for so long and isn't that strange yes uh the brain works in weird ways mm-hmm. i don't know what it was if i had happened to if i happened to see their name on the like p- patron list or something that yeah. triggered it but um anyway glad you had a good time glad you had some fairly decent luck and appreciate your call all right Ready for some New Year's Eve revelry? Sure. All right. Hi, John. Hi, Michelle. It's Preston Kevin from fabulous Prior Lake, Minnesota. It is now after midnight on New Year's, and we are currently at the D. This place is fucking hopping, and we are having a great time. Just finished watching Third Eye Blind, and right behind us is the fucking sky wheel, and every time we hear it, we think of Tim. So, spin the sky wheel. Again, Happy New Year, and... We'll see. Maybe we'll call in later. Maybe we will. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> New Year's with all your dreams coming true. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I deserve yes. to. Um, I deserve to be called by the wrong name, considering the number of times that I've mispronounced Chris's last name yes. on this podcast. So, thanks for checking in. Good to hear from you. Glad you had a good time. Next up, hey five hundred. This is uh, Dan from the Valley of Gold in Minnesota. Uh, we just got back from a trip that overlapped yours, uh, 27th through the 31st. Saw the roots at Palms. That was awesome. Uh, saw Kelly Clarkson. That was awesome. And also saw a shit ton of dogs. And I was just listening to the episode and had to share some overlapping dog stories. We were walking into the Bellagio from the Cosmo. And in the lobby is a guy whose dog just crapped on the floor. And while he's bent over trying to figure out how best to smear this thing all over the tile, the dog, I kid you not, is nonstop just licking the tile floor. And then all I can think about is, you know, what my shoes look like after I get back from a walk on the strip or a walk downtown and how every white soul is turned black in that town. And I'm like, there's there's a connection here between um, what the dog is – ingesting and uh eliminating no dogs sitting on laps at uh at at poker bars um 
saw two dogs, um, I think this was at Mandalay, uh, both piss at the same time on the carpet, and then the owner just scurried away really quick with them. So, again, dog lover, have a dog. He's great. Was enjoying a vacation away from our one-year-old puppy, and uh, and it was insanity. So, anyway, that was all. Uh, take care. Love the show. Bye. All right. Thanks for your report. Appreciate it. It would not be a vacation if Max were on our no, vacation. Be horrible. I, I love him very much, but... I'm so happy when we're away from him for a few days, though. It Yes, it refreshes <laughs> and rejuvenates us all. We all need a break. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you for that report. Appreciate it. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, at some point, shit's going to go down. Oh, it does all the time, <laughs> apparently, in the lobby areas. Yeah. Next caller, please. Oh, hi, podcasting. Tim and Michelle, it's Cam and Patty from Canada calling. Hello. Uh, down in Vegas on probably our shortest trip in 22 years, four nights, staying out at South Point. Uh, part of my call, might have had a couple of cocktails, is that we spent a day on the strip going from Mandalay Bay down to Fountain Blue. We spent a day down uh, in Old Vegas going through the various casinos. And i got to tell you, a lot of the casinos are really slow right now. But South Point, where, which is our home base now, has been for a couple of years, is jamming. It's packed. $5 blackjack, 3 to 2 odds. The tables are hopping. Casinos hopping. Anyway, for those that missed the days of the link, not the link, sorry, Imperial Palace, uh, just the old Vegas feel. This is a good alternative, and I know you don't go off strip, but it's technically on the strip, just five miles down the road. Anyways, having a great trip. Cheers. Eh, five miles isn't practically on the strip, though. <laughs> yes, it's on the same street. It's like saying Rio's walkable. Exactly. It's like yeah, technically, if you have enough time and some good shoes, any anything <laughs> is walkable. But yeah, glad it worked I'm out. Glad for you had you. a great time, though. Yes, yes. Glad you found a good spot. Don't think I'll be running into you there anytime soon, but appreciate the report nonetheless. All right. A rare non, well, mostly non, partially non restroom review from our expert restroom. I'm waiting for the restroom review on Fontainebleau. Yes. From this gentleman at some point. No hurry. No hurry. Whenever Whenever you you get there, you get there. But in the meantime, we have a room review. Hey, Five Hundy. This is Alonzo. From Phoenix calling you back. Um, this time it is the Main Street Station, but only a hotel room. Staying with a friend at Main Street Station in what I think is one of the new renovated rooms. Um, not bad. We stay in the cheap rooms because we're cheap. And it had two beds, and that was the right number of beds. Um, we have a great view of the freeway through the shutters. Um, the wooden shutters, I guess they used to be wooden, have been upgraded to uh, vinyl shutters. Um, the single-pane windows are still right behind it. So, uh, you know, that's the look they're going for. Um, the credenza in the room has a huge 55-inch brand-new TV. That's nice. Um, what I understand used to be a old key safe is now an electronic safe. There is a little tiny fridge in here. Um, the bathroom has been remodeled. Um, if there were tough showers, they're gone. It's now a walk-in shower. But during the remodel, the shower had to get bumped up about two inches to make room for the drain. 
So it's one of those toe stabbers if you're uh, not paying attention. The other fun of the bathroom is it's a contortionist delight because it's that you can walk straight into the sink and vanity area, but to get into the toilet shower together in one little room, and there's barely enough room for the shower, the toilet, and the door to open all at the same time. So you got to do that walk over the toilet, close the door, funky thing. Um, I think I counted no less than seven light switches in this room, so that was fun at 2 o'clock in the morning trying to figure out why this one damn light was still on and wouldn't go off. Um, that's about all I got for time, so I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. All right. Thank you for your Main Street Station room review, including plenty of focus on the room's bathroom, as I would expect from mm-hmm. the expert on this topic. All right, one final call this week. Here you go, Eric. Hello, Tim and Michelle and Max. This is Eric from Charlottesville, Virginia. I'm on night five of my six-night CES slash turning 50 trip. I've been posting on a Facebook group, which is a couple of quick things. First of all, Tim, either thank you or damn you. I'm not really sure which, but for talking about the concept of the multi-hand video poker um, a couple shows ago, because I've become an addict this trip at... I think I love it, but it's very volatile. The wins are big. The losses are big. But I think uh, after 20 years of playing video poker, it's nice to try something new. So thank you. Secondly, it's Thursday night here at the Excalibur. Um, you probably hear the loud music in the background. They have exactly two roulette tables open. Both of them are $25 a hand, and no one is playing. Now, I don't pretend to be a casino marketing genius or a casino executive, but if your tables are empty at $25 at the fucking Excalibur on a Thursday night, maybe knocking them down to 15 or 10 would even help. It's super weird. Next door at New York, New York, there's like four $15 tables open. Here there are two twenty-fives, and the dealers are standing there looking bored as hell because no one's playing with them. All right. That's it. Love you guys. Love the show. Bye. All right. Thanks for the Thank report. You. Yeah, that seems a little strange for Excalibur especially. Yeah. Very odd. Especially if you have a dealer just standing there. Like, yeah. It's better to make some money than no money, I would think. I would think so. Especially when you have two tables. Like, fine, leave one of them at 25 and bump one of them down to 10. Yeah. Probably draw some action. There you go. Strange. Uh, I apologize and you're welcome for the the uh, multi-hand video poker mm-hmm. experience. You are forever ruined. <laughs> I enjoy it so much. I love multi-hand. That sounded funny. All right. Moving <laughs> along. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we've got a few karma donations to thank folks for before we get out of here, starting with Carl. He said, I figured the Patreon membership isn't enough karma for this upcoming weekend. Oh, thank you, Well, thank you you very much. Appreciate your patronage and your karma donation and wish you the best of luck. Hope you're having a great trip. Our old friends Jim and Mary, seven nights at MGM Grand with one night at Fontainebleau to check it out. As always, hoping for a royal for both of us. Thank you for all that that you do. I hope that works out. Good luck. Yeah. Have a great time. Win all the money. And finally, Scott, an in-trip donation I remembered to make when hitting a four-of-a-kind aces. I looked around for someone to celebrate with and immediately thought of Tim. I know he <laughs> loves celebrating four-of-a-kind. Hey, four, aces, though. Four, four aces, especially if you get the kicker. I'd even snap a picture of that one. So, and I'm, you know. That's worth celebrating. Exactly. Um, thank you very much, Scott. Appreciate it. Hope you're having a great trip. Hope you hit many more um, quads, royals, all of the above. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you to all of you for listening. If you would like to call us, our voicemail line is 702-866-9494. I failed to mention that a minute ago, but I'll mention it again in another 30 seconds. 
Our website is 500bymidnight.com. You can go there for show notes and links to uh, stuff like our patron page and our PayPal stuff. If you have Dear Tim and Michelle questions, 500gmail.com is the place to send them. And again, that voicemail line, 702-866-9494. We will be back soon with another show. Until then, have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye.